Hey, hello and welcome to the newest episode of the Our Title Was Taken podcast, where today we're going to be doing an architecture episode, but something a bit more different from our usual competitions in talking about general styles or architects. We're actually going to be talking about a singular building for this episode, which is the Natural History Museum in, in central London. Now, if you've been there, uh, it's a very great tourist attraction. There's a lot of, lot of dinosaurs, a lot of general history about how the earth was formed... Um, I found it really interesting. I haven't been there in a while. If you haven't been there, you should go. But to be honest, I was not really thinking of this as an architecture episode until Sidant brought the idea, brought up the idea of talking about this building. And when I looked into it more closely, more about the architecture side, it is actually a very nice building. And the way it was designed and the reason for parts of it being designed the way it is, I found very interesting. So because uh, Sidan, I know, has a deep love for this building and the actual museum. I'm just going to go and ask him about this. So, Sidan, what exactly do you find so interesting about the Natural History Museum? <laughs> As a child, imagination oh, He's doing oh, a your kingdom. Petition speeches. <laughs> As a youngling, you are only limited by what you can imagine. The creatures you can think of, the history you learn, and the nature you explore. I'm gonna to leave. that effect, as as Sirant Kansal was but a mere kid of just thirteen years old. At at the ripe cute the, the cute little age of thirteen, they can do so much. They were they he was so fascinated by the breadth of knowledge offered by this gargantuan building and this fine establishment and therefore i thought we should pay homage to this homage in all seriousness shut up zane in all seriousness the seriousness i wanted to talk about the natural history museum because of the fact that the architecture is absolutely stunning now i'm not an architecture student or an aspiring architecture student but we've all been at one point regardless of when we went i'm sure we can remember that it was absolutely beautiful and as Kishul mentioned, so it was designed by an architect named Alfred Waterhouse, and we will be talking about him later. And the most important thing I wanted to mention is the building itself has lots of hidden secrets that aren't so hidden, but not everyone realizes instantly. And so, for example, it's made of a material called terracotta. Not only this, um, it has so many hidden features such as decorative panels with animals chiseled in. It's got different sculptures. It's got so many cool things. The inside actually reminds me a lot about cathedrals. So, you know, it's got massive yeah. columns on either was, side. The windows I was going to say, like, beautiful. Yeah, crucial. Um, I believe, I can't remember the exact article I was reading about this, but um, someone had called it a cathedral to nature. And I feel like that's a very mm. fitting name for it, because mm. like if you look at it, it looks as if it should be a cathedral. It's got it's very ornate. It's got loads mm. of these outside panels, as Sidan described. Yeah. Um, very very beautiful. Cathedral yeah, and it's like all focused on the actual details. And like if you look up uh, close to it, it's very detailed. It's like hyper detailed. Um, as an mm. example, I remember I was reading about this, and some of the paintings that we used. Um, which were painted by the by the second architect to work on this project, which was Alfred Waterhouse. He actually mm. referred those paintings back to the professors and the 
archaeologists that were working there to make sure they were scientifically accurate. So that's the level of detail that we're working with at, on the at the Natural History yeah. Museum, and it's just insane. I mean, yeah, I mean, to be fair, you were talking about um, it being a cathedral, and there have been some religious uh, depictions beforehand. So there was a statue of Adam, you know, um, guessing we all know who I'm talking about with Adam when I talk in context of religion, um, from the book of Genesis. And he was standing above the entrance, uh, I think, up until the Second World War when he got taken down. And so, you know, it's it's a very marvellous and... and uh, sort of forward thinking of a building which is a weird thing to describe a building as but the fact that it combined religion and science which as we all know you know weren't always uh, in coordination especially in people's minds during um earlier history i think in that respect it's it's truly marvelous does anyone have any i think zane you had a question didn't you before we started the, the podcast episode well uh, i was just gonna ask what terracotta was yeah so um Zane, so, uh, sorry, not Zane. Kushal, do you want to talk about that first? And then yep. I'll just jump okay, in. so during the time that was built, which was the late uh, 19th century, so about, I think it was completed in the 1880s or like early 1880s. Um, at that time, of course, it was the Industrial Revolution. Uh, the Bush Empire was massive, expanding. Generally, the whole empire was flourishing. But as a result of the Industrial Revolution and all of that, the um, general atmosphere around London was very dirty. Like, there was a lot of pollution, a lot of soot. And what I was reading is that the terracotta was used as a result of that to make sure that it doesn't, um, that the actual museum doesn't get dirty with all of that soot. So like it stays relatively clean. Because I can't, I can't yeah. remember the, I don't know the exact science behind it, and I I don't know if it's correct because I only read it in an article and I haven't fact checked it. But it basically said that. Um, but you, the using the um, terracotta is like more resistant to that climate and like the soot and everything around the Victorian London. Era. Mm. So has so has the same building been standing since it was first made? Pretty so much the same walls, the same. Yeah, like I, I think parts of it have been like expanded and renovated, but that's just mainly to allow yeah. for like more visitors and like larger attractions and things like that. But like that, I mean, until like that main yeah. hall. That like where you get that like, iconic shot from the uh, that first floor, we're going straight through. You can see Dippy. Without, yeah, where you see Dippy the Diplodocus. Like that bit has it's been. It's not Dippy anymore. It's a. Yeah, well, it's it used to be. Now. It used to be. Well, at the yeah, moment, it's, it's a blue whale yeah. scene. But uh, yeah. when I remembered it as a child of me thirteen, <laughs> I remembered yeah. a Diplodocus, like... and it was magical for me because I thought <laughs> dinosaurs were a fairy tale, you know, like unicorns or something. So, in all extensive purposes, intensive purposes, it is a. Dinosaur. Okay, How is, is it that, taking is that okay so long in this episode to like properly talk about dinosaurs and stuff? Like, I'm sorry, I know it's an architecture episode and all that jazz, but like, like you mentioned the whole thing about oh, I'm sure everyone remembers the architecture. Honestly, no, I don't. Like the thing I remember about the Natural History Museum is like the cool dinosaur fossils hanging from the ceiling, like a billion times the size of you. 
and then like hey, you know what or no, like you know the what? British wildlife wild I am absolutely done okay? human history I wanted to, like, to talk about dinosaurs and I wanted to talk like, about the extinction I wanted it. to talk about how I think that dinosaurs weren't extinct because of an asteroid but I think that they have evolved and they're living underwater I wanted to talk about this but guess what every time I build in a new angle in the architecture episode I come last in a competition <laughs> so I thought you know what for Kushal's sake because he leads the architecture episodes I thought I'd do something on track so you know what shall i don't want to listen to you today i'm going to talk about architecture and i'm going to get first place even though this is not a competition i'm going to be first place you've been watching too that much journey to the center of the earth sorry you've been watching too anyway much journey to the we're getting of the so far off track anyway, from the yeah, actual yeah, yeah. episode so i wanted to i wanted to mention um terracotta if at any point you guys in the audience witness some uh, technical difficulties it's because i might periodically put zane on mute so he can't say anything um, you know, um, I see. ridiculous. You realize that doesn't mute his episode. actual mic in recording. No, I could just mute him. Like he, he. Oh wait, I just realized. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. <laughs> Never mind. Moving on. Um, okay, so terracotta. So yeah, Z- uh, Kushu has it mainly right. I mean, Kushu, um I think just one thing I wanted to add was uh, stone. So they could have used stone as well. The only problem with stone was that stone masonry and carvery is so difficult and so time-consuming that they wanted something that was a lot more quicker and actually uh, Waterhouse believed in the use of terracotta because they were building something called Alberto uh, Al- Albertopolis um, which I found on the uh, Natural History Museum website and I'm I saying, if, if, you, if you don't know what that is it's basically just a complex of like I think 10 or 20 different buildings which like all line oh, up right. e- um, line up with each other in the center of London right and yeah, there we go. And he was strongly Waterhouse, Alfred Waterhouse, the architect, was strongly influenced by German Romanesque design. And the reason for this was because he already visited um, Germany a couple of times, and therefore he was heavily influenced by it. And he'd seen terracotta buildings there, and so he thought to mirror that style here. And I have to say that the result is absolutely stunning. I mean, if you go into the Natural History Museum and you see that shot of the entire uh, corridor uh, going in front of you, it's absolutely stunning um and alfred waterhouse clearly did a great job and it's i I, in my opinion i think it's the best museum architectural wise and just how it looks and actually also its contents i prefer it 10 times over the science museum and 100 times over the victoria and albert museum just i I just find it that cool yeah okay so here's my question to you guys Regarding the, so we have talked about Roman architecture before, Romanesque architecture, and just keeping to the architecture theme. Do you think that there is a possibility we could remake a museum of the same style, but have it with the same sort of significance? Or do you think would the only way to get a building like this again would be to copy an exact style because we've sort of lost um, how to do old buildings and we're more into new modern yeah, um, I was just trying to say, just to add on to your point about, um, I think, would, would we actually create um, a building of this style? Um, the style of building, along with it being Romanesque, was also described as Gothic Revival, which we mm. have talked about um, in past for a few fleeting moments. And we, if you do want to know more about uh, Gothic Revival architecture, we are going to be doing an episode on that in the coming weeks, so be prepared for that. Yeah. So the question so, was... Can we recreate a building like the Natural History Museum? Mm. I mean, I think this applies for most of architecture, though, because styles of architecture do change over time. 
and you've got buildings now that seem very modern, such as made such as those made through parametric architecture, that mm. seem modern now, but in the future they're going to be seen as ancient. So I don't know if you can really answer that question. Okay, well then here's my question: Do you think that Zane personally do you prefer modern architecture or more Gothic revival slash German Romanesque architecture like the Natural History Museum? Same with personally, all of you guys. What do you think? So I'll go first. Yeah, go ahead, Zane. Personally, uh, modern. I'll be honest. Interesting. It just looks new, more cool to me. Okay, Zane. Uh, sorry, Kishul, our resident architect. I would generally lean towards modern, just because I feel like the technology I find a lot cooler. However, okay. I do also really like how sometimes some buildings, some developments incorporate the old, like they're like centuries old with the modern, and sort of like have parts of like the glass right, right. and whatever, and like the metal beams mm. sort of going through the ancient buildings. And I find I find that quite yeah. interesting. What about you, Shah? What you, what's your opinion? I think for me, it definitely depends on like the building itself and the function of the building. Cause like I think form and function sort of should coalesce quite well. So in something like um, a football muse- uh, football stadium or something like that, like I think modern is definitely sort of the way to go. But then something like a historical museum or uh, buildings for like parliamentary government stuff, like yeah, I think you want it like to be an- more formal and sort of reflect what's going to be inside it. Yeah, I think so. Like older sort of architecture definitely fits a bit better in those cases. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I think this was a really insightful decision. Um, sorry, discussion into our personal taste in architecture. And I'd say my view is a mixture of all of you. I personally believe that if the function of a building is more traditional or has some sort of content inside it which is very traditional or historical, I believe the building should be of a more historical and traditional style like the natural history museum but then again if i was living in a residence or if i wanted a house instructed or if if it's something that's more not traditional more modern and something that's suited just for everyday life nowadays i would go for a modern uh modern look and with that revelation i would like to thank all of our audience for coming along to our episode this week on the natural history museum and its architecture we hope you guys enjoyed it and we hope you learned something and just want to mention this was my idea for an architecture episode and possibly the best architecture episode so far so you know all the competitions are kind of useless if i'm honest and um i would like to say thank you very much for listening if you guys have any ideas for future episodes please let us know at our instagram at otwd podcast where you can also find out more information about future episodes you can also watch our previous episodes as well as any upcoming ones on our apple podcast page deezer spotify and all the other good podcast websites thank you very much for listening and see you guys in the next episode